was being noticed. One of those large mansions which were like small villages. From gossip in the seminary, she had learned that the Duke of Pembury's country seat was some ten miles distant. Maria McClellan, one of the pupils, had been there with her parents on the day of the Duke's annual fete, and had said the servants were as well-dressed and well-fed as fine ladies and gentlemen. But in order to gain employ in any household, let alone a ducal one, references were needed. With great ingenuity, Frederica had set about forging two. She wrote one letter purporting to come from a Mrs. Betwin Pargeter, which said that Miss Sarah Millet, Frederica had decided it would be a nicely ironical touch to use Sarah's name, was a neat and exemplary sort of person who had started work as a kitchen maid and, by dint of hard work, diligence and honesty, been appointed to the position of chambermaid. The second letter, from a Mrs. Hamworth, lauded the praises of this chambermaid extraordinary. Frederica had decided the post of chambermaid would not be too fatiguing or demand too much expertise. The trouble was that she dare not write from the seminary applying for a post— she would need to escape from the school and turn up at the Duke's kitchen door with her letters and leave the rest to fate. The last letter she had to write was the hardest one of all. She could not bear the thought of her family worrying themselves ill over her disappearance, and so, after much thought, she decided to write to her eldest sister, Minerva. After the first sentence, Frederica put down the quill and rested her little pointed chin on her hands and thought wistfully of a magical foreign country full of sunshine and gaudy parrots, palm trees and blue seas, a country that had never heard the name Sarah Millet and where she, Frederica, would be hailed as a great beauty. She sighed and dipped the quill into the inkwell on the standish and continued her letter. I feel there is no hope of my securing an eligible party due to a sad lack of looks. A season would be a deal of unnecessary expense. I cannot, dear Minerva, countenance the thought of having Sarah Millet as a stepmother. I fear she does not love Papa, but is merely using him for her own sinister ends. Sinister ends seemed rather strong, but in the novels which Frederica loved to read people were always using other people for their sinister ends. Therefore, I am running away. Do not worry about me, but be assured of all my love and affection for you and my other dear sisters. Your loving friend and sister, Frederica. A tear blotted the signature. Frederica felt very young and alone, but return to the vicarage with Sarah Millet she would not. She sanded the letters. The one to Minerva would be sent off as soon as she left. Now, to escape. But was it necessary to do anything so uncomfortable as climb down knotted sheets in the middle of the night? Frederica picked up the quill again. The next letter she wrote was supposed to have come from her father. She deftly copied his large, clumsy script and appalling spelling. Addressed to the head of the seminary, Miss Grunton, the fake letter from the vicar asked that his daughter be put in a post-chaise directly and sent home. Miss Grunton could keep the rest of the school fees which had been paid in advance. When the post-chaise arrived, thought Frederica, 
she would simply direct it to the Duke of Pembury's home. No, that would not do. When her flight was discovered, they would question the driver of the post-chaise, and he would tell them she had been taken to Hatton Abbey, the Duke's home. Frederica scowled horribly. Then her brow cleared. She would ask the driver to take her to a respectable inn as near as possible to the ducal residence, and then dismiss him. That way, she could fortify herself with a good meal before her ordeal. A letter had arrived that day for Frederica from Squire Radford, her father's friend and neighbour. The squire had merely written a short note giving Frederica the gossip of the village of Hopeworth. But she could tell Miss Grunton that the letter from her father had been enclosed with the squire's. The seminary was an expensive one, and Frederica had a room of her own. She was able to begin packing her clothes.